0: is not even not, care about
1: fire.
2: Hey, he <laughs> <does, she> should. <laughs> Only just coming out the tailpipe of his Honda Odyssey.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: no, they, 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 naming off dead porn stars?
0: She's not dead. She's alive, I think.
2: Oh, well, why'd you pick her then? Why'd you pick life? I
0: don't know. I just picked something on the top of my head. I could have gone Donna Derricko, but she's not dead either. She's not a porn star either.
2: Animal, she's dead. Neither
0: is Sean Sand either.
2: Yeah, what? Two killed themselves like last year. Come on, there's plenty to choose from.
0: Well, I should have left it up to you. Now, shouldn't I? I guess. Give so. it. Leave it to the expert.
2: Yep. Fap to dead porn stars. <laughs>
0: I just like imagine like <laughs> at night you're you're in bed with Hikaru and you're about to go to sleep and you're like reading the news and you're like another one's dead, honey. <laughs> <laughs>
2: exactly.
3: That's perfect.
0: Like exactly imagine you way. got like spectacles on as you're reading.
4: That's exactly right. Just folds up the newspaper and looks up at the ceiling. I was like, I was like honey, pass me those tissues.
0: <laughs> like pushing pushing the bridge of the glasses up as he looks up and thinking. He's like, when will it end? <laughs> another well, another star <laughs> burns out. <laughs> Time for the commemoration.
2: <laughs> snuffed out
0: yes so uh yes so for our special uh happy halloween uh version uh edition of our episode we are going to start off by talking about dead porn stars
2: i'm going to post some pictures thank, in you. The,
0: thank you for joining with us everyone
2: in the discord <laughs> okay so
0: anyone remember what happened last time not because the video is not up
2: yet the audio is not up
5: yet
3: Mm. Went to the hotel. Oh, yeah, I remember. Tried to investigate a ghost or whatever. Uh, oh yeah, we were crawling the tunnels. Yeah, made a <laughs> Alexander made a tea bag from some blood and varnish and stuff that he found, mm-hmm. and I figured out it was uh, like super old ghost, not ghost, vampire or whatever. Like blood mm-hmm. potency nine or eight, eight. Yes, eight. Yeah. Right. Do get extra credit for remembering the number? Maybe. <laughs> all right you're almost there um yeah oh and then we like went and met up with marzo and m who had done some other stuff one of them want to take it up marzo um <laughs> so, yeah, i feel like we're in a was... classroom and marzo is like scribbling <laughs> <or something. laughs> marzo, marzo yeah, it's
1: did good. you like to answer
0: <laughs> the question i mean that's, that's pretty accurate i was was scribbling something. Something. You, are you drawing? You wanna, are you drawing boobs on a piece of paper again? I mean, not literally scribbling, but doing the equivalent of, of scribbling when it comes to our to our group, which is you, what exactly? You know,
3: for shaped pumpkins. Which is this? Oh no, that was that was Jamie. Oh. oh no. <laughs> <laughs> You've been talking about this thing for like a decade.
0: <laughs> I'm still waiting for it to come out. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh I guess I'll it pick right? it back up. This so, is how uh, Mars takes notes. <laughs> so they did some stupid stuff and then we met up in the lobby. Oh
6: no, Jamie, no. Why? Oh, no. Jamie, no.
3: Why? Why should I do? All
6: right. Why are yeah. you guys in the
3: tunnels I Remember? that's kind of important yeah because the things down there and the streamer who was supposed to show oh right they got in a car accident with the streamers and whatnot and then they couldn't get the last one they like didn't kill the last guy or something so then he was going to stream at the hotel we we're going to like stop him alexander went up on the ceiling and then uh
1: all right
3: this is really distracting <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I do have the band hammer, Josh. And then, um, we, like, saw he was coming in the back door. Everybody ran off. Paul gave the receptionist some drugs. He's gonna, Mm -hmm. like, you know, come back. He's feeling kind of peckish. Um, and then we caught up to the dudes. As, well, we didn't catch up to them. They, like, ran into the hallway and this, like, black shadow, like, whooshed past us. And then, um, I think Paul shouted, like, stop, it's the police. And then we, like, cut off right there. Yeah, it's basically everything. Very good. Right.
5: And so, yeah, we stopped with, uh, you guys had split up into different groups. Uh Dad Marzo. Sam and Marzo and Paul and Red. And split into different groups and eventually we were converging on the same spot in the tunnel. And a shadow, shadowy figure had leaped over the pile of furniture that had been piled up there in the direction of the YouTubers who were farther down the tunnel. And where we'll start, though, is with Alexander. So Alexander is uh, still attached to the ceiling above the chandelier in the lobby. Maybe the combination of the blood rushing to your head and the jazz music creates kind of a relax- relaxing atmosphere as you're alone in there, maybe contemplating if you had should have gone or not. And uh, around that time, and this is maybe about... Somewhat about five to ten minutes after that uh, starting point, that you guys were thinking maybe someone might come into the lobby, or around the time that the uh, live stream had started, you do see someone approach the lobby from inside the hotel. Uh, Alexander sees a very Ernest Hemingway looking individual with a gray tweed suit, like in a vest, uh, salt and pepper kind of beard and hair older gentleman walking towards the lobby doesn't seem to notice Alexander. He's got a warm smile on his face as he's looking towards the lobby door, the entrance to the lobby from the outside. And then Alexander from his vantage point can also see that same door and then see a woman approaching from the outside coming towards the lobby. Um, You see a young, stunning looking Middle Eastern woman with a intricate uh, blue silk dress and a maroon headscarf. That is trimmed in old leaf.
2: <laughs> the homeless <laughs> lady is lying on a
5: carpet, uh, and uh, she'll pop open the door. And they both seem to be walking towards each other. What is Alexander doing?
6: Have I ever seen this guy before? Like, have what I have seen him in the hotel before? No, you had not seen him before. Do my uh, vampire senses notice anything strange? Do I think
5: they are Um, vampires or so? Kind of a hasn't come up since I started S T M, but kind of a rules clarification. There's no way for you to tell if somebody's a vampire just by looking at them, unless it's obvious, like they got fangs out and shit, or you have a Auspex three ability, which is you can read their aura. So So you do do not know. Does
2: that count even for Nosferatu? Like you can't just look at them and know that they're Nosferatu? Like I said, if it's not like obvious that there's something wrong with them, okay.
5: Mm.
2: Which, if there's something
5: out of I would describe. It. Are they close enough that I could hear them? They haven't started talking yet. I'm just giving you a chance to react if you wanted to. As they seem to be converging right around, right below the chandelier. Oh, right below. Okay.
1: Mm-hmm.
6: About how far? How, how far am I away? Like ten feet, fifteen feet, twenty feet, something like that.
5: Uh, I think we had said you were like forty feet up in the air, or something like that. You're like at, above right, so a chain. I'm far
6: enough. Away, I'm far enough away
5: that they won't.
1: Notice yeah. Me
6: immediately. Hmm.
5: Um.
6: I have. I haven't seen the woman before either. Like they. They're oh. not around the hotel. Both of these people, Alexander has not seen before. Okay. I will stay exactly where I am
5: and see. All right. What? What? And wait for them to start talking. All right. Um. So. Uh. They. Come together right in the center and you're kind of like peering in between the little crystals and whatnot in the chandelier to watch them And you see the older gentleman. He kind of embraces her and uh, takes her hand and and gives her like a little kiss on the knuckles and uh, He starts to lead her inside the hotel and uh, they'll take maybe about 10 20 steps or so and uh, the woman will stop and You'll just hear the woman's voice and she'll just say how long are you going to wait there? When are you going to come down? kind of looks over her shoulder not really looking at you but in your general direction i stay silent and
6: i don't move because i figure she's (laughs) not actually talking to me
5: and then you wait a couple moments and then uh you'll hear her just say again alexander and then she'll just calmly like look up up towards the chandelier
6: i feel i feel those shivers that you get when you're a little bit you know Gosh, it
0: might be part of a different alexander don't give up
6: a little bit <laughs> a little bit uh a little bit turned on but a little bit scared at the same time and you know my my back kind of sh-
5: shakes shakes and shivers like a cat does when they stretch and you'll but, this time when she's actually looking up at you and you get a chance to like see her face in, in more detail um one, you notice that she is extremely beautiful, and then even though she is of different descent, probably than your wife, there's just something really familiar about her face that reminds you of your of whiskey, your 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 since long past wife, and it's kind of almost soothing to look upon her.
6: So wh- whiskey is whiskey is the drink that reminds me of my wife. My wife's name is uh, Windolinda.
5: <laughs> not not. Uh, no and your and your character is actually her whiskey. whiskey. <laughs> It says your nickname's wife was whiskey in your fucking character sheet. <laughs> My nickname's wife? What? <laughs> no, your wife's nickname. <laughs> when he yeah, sees whiskey, he he thinks of his wife. Will exactly? Here. Can you swallow your Was
4: Jesus Christ. <laughs>
1: your done <laughs>
6: okay
2: <He> muted himself <laughs>
6: <laughs> okay so, what do you do all right so I turned around to look to look down to make sure that she is in fact talking to me It appears that way all right so I take I take a I take a, I skitter out from the, from the uh, chandelier, just a few, a few hand, hand steps, and look down again. Is she still looking at me? She's following me. She is.
0: Yes. I'm just like imagining her like continuing to walk past him and then hugging someone. She's like, "Oh, Alexander." He's like, "Oh, darling." <clears throat> from the ceiling. Okay. That's...
6: I'm going to. <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to skitter around the ceiling like a like a spider that's been caught. <laughs> so I'm just I'm just going I'm just, you know, quickly shuffling shuffling from chandelier to chandelier, trying to stay out, get out of sight. I wouldn't stay up there too long. The sun'll be out soon. I I whisper, I
5: whisper back.
6: There are no windows in this room. I'll be fine.
5: Come with us. We have much to talk about.
6: I don't know who you are.
5: You are working for Camo, aren't you? He sent you here.
6: Incidentally, yes.
5: Come, your friends are going to be waiting for us soon. We must go meet them.
6: Can I do an insight or something? Because I know where my friends are, or at least I think I know where my friends are.
5: What are you? What's your? Uh, what are you looking for? Trying to see if like you're getting baited into something? Told, or? If I think she's telling me the truth. Okay. Um. Hmm. I guess wits and insight. Yes. Keep forgetting that it's listed on there. Yeah. Ooh! Hooray! So yeah, you know, you got your antennas up. You're checking for anything suspicious, and uh, (laughs) she doesn't. She doesn't put off any. uh, You don't get any sensation that she's being uh, aggressive or she's like you know, veiled threats or anything like that. She's being genuine, and she seems to want to talk to you. You do remind me of
6: my favorite drink. I guess I'll go with you for now. And I go Hunt. to the... Cor- I, sk- I skitter over to the corner of the wall and start to make my way down the side.
5: Okay. Um, so, you do that, and uh, they start walking uh, towards the hotel. And uh, you'll pass in front of the uh, front desk where you can see uh, Katie, the front desk girl. She's kind of got her face like buried in her phone. And... Uh, when she walks by, she'll just glance up for a second and she'll look at the old man and she'll say, uh, she'll say, good evening, good evening, Herman, and kind of like not even really look at him and just kind of lift her hand up and will kind of smile and nod as uh, she keeps her face buried in her phone and you guys walk towards uh, the elevator. And now that you get a better look at her even more, uh, you can see that uh, additionally on the right side of her face. Uh, there's like these massive burn scars that go from like her side of her mouth all the way up to her eye and uh, to her ear, and she tries to do a good job of getting the uh, keeping the scarf as scarf and you know, keeping a portion portion covered. But now that you're close to her, you can see more detail. And um, once the elevator arrives and slides open, and all those brass fittings and whatnot, I'll do the picture later. Jordan, Uh, so you'll get into the uh, elevator, and once the door is closed, you'll see the old man. He'll kind of push the top floor, the penthouse room, and uh, you'll start going up. And she says, uh, she'll just turn to you and and keep very still eye contact the whole time. Her face and mouth may move, but her eyes are just transfixed on yours. And uh, she'll say, "So, why it? uh, Why? What are you waiting in the lobby?"
6: I was waiting in the lobby to see if a certain internet personality was going to come into our hotel but they never came. So, something happened and other people I know decided to go find out what happened. I decided to stay because that's 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 what I did back in the back in the war. Ah yes, I have heard
5: you are a very brave soldier.
6: You in look very, you have big
5: scars. <laughs> did you say scars or scarves? She has both. I said what I said. <laughs> okay, I did not know what you said. <laughs> anyway, um so she'll uh so say um uh, internet personality, are you uh, this has to do with the uh request that we made to Camel? I know nothing
6: of this request. You might want to Are you to talk not
5: here to, to get our hotel in order?
6: I am not here for that, no. I don't deal with the administrative humdrum.
1: Hmm.
5: Are you not a coterie? Are you not together as a group? Oh, no, we are. I just ignore a lot of that. Ah, and then you hear a ping as the door, as the elevator finally arrives to the top, and she's, she'll just point to the door and say, ah, here we are. And they'll open up. And then we'll jump down to the basement where Paul had just yelled out, Stop, it's the police! Just after the shadow had leapt over the uh, furniture into the hallway. And uh, you guys right now are basically on opposite sides of this hallway. And uh, at like a cross section, basically. And you're there in two different pairs.
3: So what do you do after you yell it out? I'm going to keep running until I can see what's happening. Like I get you said, it was like a corner. At a yeah, bunch of you guys are like stacked up. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
4: Red has his uh snub nose revolver out, and he's uh he's holding it at his hip like a 1930s gangster movie. All right, what about Marzo and Sam?
0: Um, Marzo pulled out the gun that he stole from the cop that was tucked in the front of his <laughs> pants, and it's like kind of like holding it down while he's running, kind of like like you know like you know what I'm talking about when they're walking, but they're like holding the gun down. Keep your arms straight. Yeah, yeah, and he's like he's running down. And Marzo looks more like he's imitating a cop movie than he does
5: that he knows how to use a gun. <laughs> yes, you got all the movements down. And what about Sam?
2: So Sam turned on all his stuff last time when we were running through the halls. Mm-hmm. So can we say it's still on? Yeah, it's still on. I don't have to rouse or anything again, right? Like That's Just yeah, so
5: everyone, same, same scene.
0: Just yeah. everyone has the image right too. Marzo still has his Honda jacket on. It's all kind of like puffy as he's. Running, you know, kind of like not full <laughs> speed because he's kind of doing that that quickened walk type of speed down the hall as he holds the gun down.
5: Just mm-hmm. And no matter how you it. move your arms, your shoulders look stationary. Yes.
2: So yeah, I'm just got my, I got my claws out in like a defensive stance as I'm running. All
5: right. So I kind of I shared a picture last time, and uh, this tunnel is pretty narrow. I mean, there's like these uh, pipes, like gas and water pipes, that are running along. Uh, parallel with you on uh, all throughout. So what's kind of the order you guys are going to be running down this tunnel it could be basically a single file line.
2: So all four all, all four of us are together right now. Yes. OK. Not it. Yeah, I, I would say I'll be I'll running be up first. front or oh, maybe. Yeah, okay. maybe Paul is because he's hollering police. No, Paul would not be first. Okay. <laughs> so Paul's behind yelling police. Oh. I'll run up front.
5: All right. So up front. Who's after Sam then? I guess who's... I just want to know who's in the front who's in the back, really. Sam in the front. Who'd be the caboose?
0: Marzo. Marzo would be up in the front with Sam. All right,
5: so competing for the front spot Sam.
3: Paul would, <laughs> he like, hesitate. Thing. And if Lightning went in front of him, then he would go. But if Lightning was also hesitating, then Paul would go in front of him.
4: Yeah, I think Lightning is smart enough to not go first, but he, he's... Dedicated to figuring this out and dealing with it, so he's just falling in behind the two uh, beefcakes. Oh, we will be last, and he'll be looking behind.
2: <laughs> we're trying to walk next to each other, me and Marzo, and we're like pushing each other to get ahead. Like, come on, dude! No, nah, bro, come like, on, move! Order. Yeah, it's like, I got this. It's like, Don't point your gun at me.
5: <laughs> Marzo's saying like uh, irrelevant lingo, like, "I got your flank, man."
2: Ten <laughs> four, good buddy.
0: Ours is kind of like doing the hand gestures like he's like he's got the two fingers up and he's like pointing at his eyes and like pointing down the hall
5: <laughs> you're doing that <laughs> the wrong. only direction you could possibly go
4: <laughs> what do we hear now
5: so you guys admit not making any attempt to be stealthy right so you guys are trying to keep up so everyone's running down the hall so Paul after he had yelled out oh, stop it's the police I think before you said you had your phone open you're kind of watching a live stream every now and then and um Once you yell that out, you'll just see everyone kind of stop and then he'll do this face to camera like almost like he's trying to sell it. And he's like, hey, you guys hear that? I heard some voice. I heard something. Yeah, this is the right direction. Let's keep going. And they're kind of still milling about somewhere. And uh, as you're sprinting down the hall and kind of looking at the phone, you can see on the live stream they have entered a different room. It doesn't look like the hallway that you're running in. It's like this large cavernous space. It's hard to make out on the phone because, you know, basically the camera's like up in his face the whole time. Um, but it looks like they're in a big open space and no longer in a narrow hallway that you guys are running down and you guys are running and a couple moments later you can hear not just on the live stream but now you can start to hear echoes of voices more clearly in the actual tunnels and you can hear not Felix not the uh, fire starter guy but one of the people that he's with um, you'll hear somebody just kind of yell out be like the fuck was that something just fucking touched me the fuck was that and then you hear some yelling, and then you can see the phone be dropped on the live stream, and you can start to hear some screams. And you round the corner, and you open up to—well, uh, actually, you'll, you'll go like you a you'll run straight and then make a left. And, and lightning in says. In the middle of this hallway, lightning
4: says, "Stomp on that fucking phone if you see it."
5: And once you round the corner, you can start to hear uh, even more intense screams. Um, and at the end of the hallway that you're running down, you can just see a body laying in the middle of the hallway right in front of uh, an intersection where you would go right or go straight.
2: Like, is there a glow or anything around it? I also have my super night vision on. So, yeah, you can see. Um, I'm sorry, you said a glow of oh, yeah, like the phone.
5: Yeah. OK, uh, so around this body, you do not see a phone. And this is actually the uh, woman that you saw on the stream. When I first I think Paul saw Paul and Red saw on the stream when they first started. Uh, the African-American woman that had her kind of Afro pulled back into a ponytail I think and she's uh, it's brought out on the ground and it looks like there is a clear just like giant chunk of her face from the top of her right eye down across her nose and to her chin where it looks like something had just like raked across that part of her face and just ripped all the flesh off and you can see the the bone and her teeth and everything just kind of just there for exposed and it's like Eerie clean white color. Sounds appetizing. And then at that same corner, towards the right, you can hear more screams down that way.
3: So seeing that Paul gets like a, a bit of a thrill, but recovers himself, uh, says, "Lightning, I think, think uh, the game's up. We should probably get out of here."
4: I don't know, man. I feel like we got to deal with this, don't you? Who else we gonna win <laughs> can, we, can we even deal with this? Oh, shit! And he just kind of like uh, does that thing where you stand in one place, tapping your foot, looking back and forth between your two options. And he's like, oh, "I think you're right. Let's get the fuck out of here and figure out a way to lock that door shut." Do we uh, need to find the phone? Shit! All right, let's try to Around find the time it.
5: time you hear, uh, she say, "Shit," you can hear from down in that tunnel uh, the voice that uh, Marzo would recognize—this kind of frail, uh, twangy voice—as uh, the guy that you encountered at that parking lot, and he's just screaming out. He's like
1: ah, 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 ah,
5: ah. just like this incoherent, like babbling and screaming. So okay. I'll get that
3: phone. I'll stay here and make sure we got a way out.
5: Let's go. OK, so you guys are going down and I have a uh, a map that I'd like to share this portion just in case things go
2: that way. I got a red question mark. <laughs>
5: You'll lose. There we go.
2: There we go. Okay. Pillowed up.
5: Okay. Yeah. Alright. So now so you the- can see that room that was just barely visible on the live stream. What it's uh the first thing that you notice when you walk in is this room was clearly made afterwards. It's definitely was not part of this original basement. Uh, the concrete floor that you're running on uh, turns into like this checkerboard of large black and uh, gray tiles. And the, most of the room is completely barren, except for the fact that there are just thousands of small bones and some femurs and things like that just scattered all throughout the floor. Um, as soon as you take a foot in, you can't help but like kick up a few bones on your way in. And uh, the most Strange and almost uh, fairy tale-like, is in the very far back of the room. There is a large stone dark star- sarcophagus that is slightly ajar, and the near a pile of bones beside that sarcophagus, you can see Felix kind of scrambling through the bones, like kicking shit up. And there is a figure that is kind of lurching near him. That uh, I'll show you a picture of. Up. Here we go. So this is actually the the picture I found that inspired me to this story or whatever but um you see a a female figure uh she is wearing looks to be some sort of uh evening gown but it looks very old um like physically old like it's deteriorated um portions of it or most of it's tattered and torn away at this point uh she has like this little it looks almost like a doily but it's like some sort of kind of hat thing that's on her head and uh She has these long, elongated fingers, little claws coming out. Her skin is sickly white, almost bluish color. And uh, she's covered with different stains of blood, some fresh, some old. And uh, she looks like this. And She lurches towards Felix. So I guess at this point, there's a couple things maybe you might be thinking about. One is try to keep in mind... Your guys, um, what's it called? The Chronicle Tenants, you know, in terms of like, how do you figure out your motivation, how you want to act at this point? You have uh, this white this vampire looking creature that could be related to a prince. Um, Maybe you could be a good tool. Maybe you want to lock her up down here. Uh, You also have this goon that knows about Marzo at least and is taking pictures about it. Seems to be wise in the ways of the occult. What do you wanna do? You basically have this one this one uh, few moments here to react before probably he gets eaten up. She doesn't seem to have noticed that you guys are at the entrance of the room, by the way.
2: Does she look like like she does in the picture, like clothing wise? Like does she not look like someone from a recent century? Uh she looks like it's I would say the re- recent century, but it looks
5: it looks very retro her clothes. Okay,
2: okay. That's fair. Do I see a phone so anywhere? You wanted,
5: you're probably smart enough to like put the She's probably wearing the clothes that she was wearing the time that she was embraced, and she's probably been in them since.
2: Do I see the phone anywhere?
5: Uh, you can see the phone close to the pile of bones. So you can see the little screen pop up, the, the the glare from the screen. What's I'm the
4: gonna... entryway situation? Is there a door? Uh, it's as it is on the map. So this
5: room is basically there's no doors in this room. There's a there's some pipes that continue from the hallway into this room but otherwise it's just this big empty room and then there's the hallway behind you which is the way you guys came in
4: and red just goes fuck nothing's stopping her from coming after us get that fucking phone and he just kind of like uh shoves the two meatheads along
5: all right meatheads what are you doing
4: <laughs> are you able to recognize what kind of pipe this is here uh, yeah,
5: you've seen it like run all the way through, but there's a top pipe that says like uh, it's a gas line and then there's a lower larger pipe. That's like a water main, like a water line.
4: If only we had Alexander's lighter.
0: <laughs> <laughs> is
4: lighter in my inventory too. Mars is like, oh,
0: do we have to get that phone? I mean, I don't think he's getting out of here. I uh, I, I don't really want to get too close to that.
3: To solve this like kind of problems.
5: Speaks up there in these few moments the uh, the creature as it's lurching towards uh, Felix kind of takes pause and maybe finally notices some voices behind it you can see her head kind of just slowly like wrap around. <laughs> and you can get a better look at her face and she's got like you know, like a toddler who eats is eating spaghetti for the first time. It's like that, but it's like dried blood all over her face, around her nose and everything. And you can see her her fangs are clearly exposed. And uh, she just use make eye contact with her and you just you see nothing. It's like these are just empty shells and there's there's nothing behind the eyes. She just kind of gazes at you for a moment. And right now the in terms of location where she is on the map, the phone is like right there by that little grate on the ground. Right to the left of her.
4: OK, so lightning has
5: pushed them into the room. What do you do, Marzo, Sam <laughs> or anyone else, Paul?
3: <laughs> anyway Paul given a bit of a moment notices that his phone doesn't have any reception but it's still accessing YouTube so I was trying to think I was going to explain that way with Wi-Fi Um, yeah that's the the conclusion that he comes to and so then he starts to he turns around and starts to look for the um, the router like there's got to be a router in the basement to be getting a signal here
5: Okay. Now uh, you take a quick second to pop up your phone and hit the Wi-Fi button. You see like a shit ton of Wi-Fi listings. Some of them with better or stronger reception and then they're just like numbered. It's like bit, bit more Wi-Fi. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. It looks like ten is the one that you're connected to that has the, the best signal.
3: The second best one have a pretty strong signal as well. Yeah, it kind of just slowly uh, gets worse and worse as you go up. All right. He's like, shit.
1: Um,
5: he's going to start looking for the main power i'm sorry main power yes link to the building yes how are you doing how are you gonna do that
3: uh, look around for some large electrical conduits there's a, a large red handle right beside you right. <laughs> it <laughs> says power on. <laughs> oh
5: sweet all right <laughs> yeah he'll pull all that right. all right you'll um there were a couple rooms that uh you'll remember when you first came in or it looked like there was a lot of like electrical conduit, not conduits, what it's called. There's a metal piping that have like electrical cables in them. Conduits. You know what they look like. Yeah, um, it's a conduit. That's what it is? Okay. Yeah.
3: So uh, closer towards the entrance of the basement. Alright. Uh, he's gonna do that and also use his super hearing ability to try to like tune in to the Transformers.
5: Okay. So you're running basically in that direction the opposite way then, right? Yep.
4: All right. And Red just pushes between the other two and says, you fucking pussies. And then he uh... Uh oh. Kind of marches up to the to the scene with his gun at his hip pointed at the white and he has his awe turned on in case whatever that will help him.
5: So when you take a couple steps forward, you can't help but to think that um, like the way that she's dressed, like man, like you might have seen this when she was in more normal form that you've seen her like in a picture or a phonograph somewhere before. You can tell that at some point she was probably uh, very beautiful. Um, but you step forward with your gun pointed at her. And she just takes that. Once you have your gun pointed at her, she just kind of like crouches down like almost to like a half squat. Like she's in the middle of a power squat or something. And she just gets really low. And then as she's looks like she's getting ready to leap at you, you can hear Felix kick up a bunch of bones behind her as he tries to scramble away. And once she hears that, she just like turns and leaps and you can see her claws and her teeth exposed and she just leaps through the air.
4: Okay, and almost, the moment that she springs but, towards him, Red's gonna launch for the phone.
5: Okay. So you lunge for the phone and what's about like 10 feet there and she's leaping onto him. Uh, so you reach and grab the phone and you can just hear Felix scream out. He's like, help, help me. And uh, it's only a couple seconds later that you can see like her hand almost like it's still her hand and her fingers, but almost like in a a, uh, a pickaxe-like fashion. It just goes right into his gut and uh, comes right back out. And you can just see like this wave of blood fly out. And then she just like opens up her mouth and clamps down right onto his like, not even his neck, it's more of like his side of his face. Like she's just kind of wildly biting down.
4: And, and Red does, uh, just scrambles away back towards the entryway and just starts looking at Okay, so you're running down there, and
5: uh, I think Paul has already left the scene. Marzo and Sam, what are you doing? I marked in the
2: chat box while he was walking up there. I punctured the gas line. I was gonna take off down the hall. Okay, um, what are you using the puncture with? You using your- My fingernails, yeah.
5: Okay, how, what does that look like? How do you do it?
2: So I just take my, I just make like a, how do I say, straight palm. So yeah. You know, like all the fingers are aligned and just, <laughs> mm into the pipe because I okay. other than other than just the claws, I also have, you know, the uh, that hard body stuff that hardened body, lethal body okay. discipline.
5: Yeah, so. I think uh, I'm not, I'm not going to make you roll for it. Um, OK, um, with your strength and whatnot and using your your vampire abilities. And
2: uh, I kind of want to like stick it. my fingers in and then drag it along a ways. That way it fills the room up with gas faster.
5: So you puncture it and uh, you try to do your Wolverine-esque Kind of thing um, <laughs> where you drag it down. <laughs> uh, you think of some of the ways. <laughs> yeah. Um, since your fingers aren't animantium, though, it doesn't maybe drag as well as you thought it did. But you're able to make a significant gap where gas immediately starts leaking out, and you can you can smell it. Um, uh, Marzo, what are you doing?
0: Uh, I guess Marzo's getting it out of there. <laughs>
5: All right. So in terms of what uh, I think this is probably something like this, Paul is probably significantly away, more away now, followed by Red, Sam and Marjo. Um, So as you guys are starting to book it out of there and the smell of gas is kind of filling, you can hear the cries of Felix kind of just finally die out. And um, that's when we will cut over to Alexander, who is in a massive penthouse suite with some very soothing jazz music and the old gentleman We'll walk over to a little mini bar that's in the room and he'll reach for one of those. Uh, oh, what the fuck? I had the word last night. I knew what the word was. And now I have forgotten it. Those uh, big glass containers that you just like put whiskey and like brandy and shit and decanter. decanter. Yeah, that's it. I was going to say canteen. <laughs> that's not the right word. Decanter. What's <laughs> a sardine can um, it's a large decanter and he fills a glass with some whiskey and uh, he puts one down for you and then he puts one down for himself and uh, kind of holds. and he walks it over to you with like one in each hand and he says have a drink relax. Oh
6: I don't know when I drink whiskey I get very sentimental and you'll
5: hear the woman and she'll just kind of make eye contact with you and again for that brief moment you were reminded of your wife and she says uh, sentimental about the what?
1: Mm-hmm.
6: When I When I drink drinks like this I I think of my wife, Wendalindalen, and remember all the times that we had running through the sea of grass in the old town, and the time that I I first saw her ankle. Oh, that was quite a day.
5: The old guy will speak up and be like, yeah, it was a different time.
6: My wife had the most gorgeous ankles. Ankles that went all the way up to her... ...pants. Chin.
5: (laughs) Herman, can you turn down the music? I can't hear Alexander. Thank you. (laughs) So, uh... He hands you the glass. You can choose to drink it or not, or put it down. And, um... There's these large, plush couches and um it's really this room looks like it had a lot of money dumped into it despite the rest of it being very like as is as it as it was maybe 20 30 years ago with just some maintenance and whatnot uh, like this room looks like it's been uh refurbished and uh you know with your vampire sensibilities you know how the things that you would want in a room that you were living in you can look around the room and you can notice these like these the curtains themselves, they kind of like snap against the walls They're blackout curtains. But you can see like all these different supports where they can be tied down securely. Like, you know, you can't just bump into them and knock them open. And you take a look, a look around the room and you notice even the door has these elaborate locks set up. And um, it's like a lot of a lot of things that you would think you would want in a room if you were going to try to stay in here. And uh, she'll just sit down and she'll cross her leg and she'll just say, So how do you like working for Camel? Well,
6: can't say I've thought about it too much. I just exist. Is there nothing
5: you want to do?
6: Ever since I came out west, I've just been kind of drifting from job to job, town to town, and right now I'm here. Camel is camel, that's all. Is there nothing you'd rather be doing with your time? Well, I suppose if I had all the time in the world, which maybe I do, I'd probably sit and write a story about my wife Whiskalindalee.
5: See, it's, <laughs> it's a beautiful name, <laughs> she says without <laughs> laughing. It's is me laughing. Um, I hear you are a, uh, a scientist at a time to- at a point in
6: time. Yes, I studied. I studied the uh, the heathen sciences. Does it still
5: interest you now? Yes, very much so. Why? It's hard to find someone with your skills and your heritage. You think she's probably guessing uh, at your uh, at your clan, your bloodline being uh, Tremere and um, seems a waste to have someone such as yourself with a casino, just checking tables and slot machines. It pays the bills. What if you could pay the bills and uh, still do everything that you wanted? No obligations to mm, crack down on card counters. Mm -hmm. I might be interested. What are you offering? And uh, she kind of smiles and uh, kind of like gestures for you to have a seat. And um, she'll like turn to Herman. she said, "Herman, put on my thinking music. And then he'll like go over to like the the stereo, kind of adjust the song. And you hear more like, uh, what was it? The music I use for the beginning of Everyone is John. The uh, John being John Malkovich music, that's what starts playing. (laughs) And uh, we will jump back over to the tunnel and you guys are running. And you're sprinting down. What is so? What's everyone doing? I, know I Let's see. Let's go first with Paul, I guess, because you had uh, said you were kind of kind uh, of listen for or follow these uh, conduits, anyways, to try to find electrical source. And so you've run and sprinted almost the whole length back. And the closer you get towards the entrance, the more the signage makes more sense. And um, you can see like clearly posted signs like uh, electrical room, yada yada yada.
3: Um, and you can make your way there. Yeah, whatever. And I'll just go order. Go ahead. I was going to run All into right, the electrical room and see if I can right. find like um, the main transformers. Okay, so you pop it open. It wasn't locked. And you can hear, so, you know, as soon as
5: you open it up, you hear like that yeah, 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 kind of noise. And uh, since I don't know what the electrical room of a basement actually of a hotel looks like, uh, I will just say there's just a large panel uh, with some different breakers and whatnot. And... Uh, being the smart guy that Paul is, he can probably uh, figure out uh, the on-off mechanisms for this kind of thing.
3: I'm gonna get there, and I take a second thought. Like, am I really gonna shut down power to the whole building? <laughs> uh, and then I'll just pull it.
5: All right. So, in the process of why you were running and busting in the room and going through that before you pull the lever, what's uh, what's everyone else doing? What was Red doing? Just running down the hall.
4: <clears throat> yeah, Red is just trying to retrace his steps to the entrance to get on the other side of that door and try to figure out a way to keep it shut. Okay. Uh,
5: door meaning the
4: door to the basement. Yeah. Or okay. if there's a another door where it's like the only path. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. A um, uh,
5: way to, to to block off this part of the basement. Yeah. We when you pass through so far the only the two kind of places you've noticed for that is there's the one kind of choke point where it was filled with um, furniture and whatnot. It's kind of stacked up like They're just kind of clog it. And then the original door to the basement that the uh, YouTubers broke into. So you're running in that direction. Um, Sam, what are you doing as you're running?
4: I'm looking over my shoulder. <laughs> yeah, yeah I'll, I'll probably um sorry. I'll probably wait in that furniture area. Cause seemingly that was enough to keep the, the white, contained before, so that's where I'll kind of wait for everybody else to come through.
5: Okay,
4: so um, so you were there. Sam. Okay. Same way. All
2: right. So I'm gonna I'm gonna run through there, and I'm gonna, looking over my shoulder and having my I'm drawing my gun, so I can fire at the gas line if I need to. Uh, I'm okay. gonna run out there and start stacking the like pushing the furniture into that hallway. <laughs>
0: So
5: once you get to that kind of choke point and you see red there. Um, Marzo is the last guy, and I guess Marzo, you start seeing like furniture get pushed towards the yeah, entrance of
1: that exactly. choke
5: point. Yeah. Like, <laughs> exactly. So there's like a, a desk and chairs and stuff start to fill your line of sight as you're running down. What are you doing, Marzo?
0: Marzo's. Uh, yeah, he's he's falling behind. He's still holding his gun down, his shoulder straight, like you know, he doesn't want to give that. He, does, he doesn't want to give that up, you know, even though he's running away. But he's just keeping that keeping that going and uh, yeah he's just gonna squeeze in through the through the opening that still remains as they start to stack up the furniture and whatnot.
5: Alright, so you can see like at the end of the hallway they're starting to stack it up and you're just there's just this long line from where you're pointing to there as you're running down. And as you're running that way, you can hear almost like uh, almost more like the, the the rhythm that you would hear or associate with like a gorilla running. Uh, like you see in a movie, like the kind of you can start to hear that from behind <laughs> you. And uh, you you have your you know your night vision or whatever your eyes, of the beast or whatever it's called. So you can see clearly <laughs> in the dark and you can see that that white skinned woman, she's just drenched in blood and her eyes are bulging and she is like almost like a dog. Almost. She's like really low to the ground, like sprinting towards you. And you can tell just by on that short period that she's faster than you. <laughs> um probably naturally faster than you and also supernaturally she has uh, something that's pushing her to go faster uh and more than likely if something doesn't happen between you getting to that end of that uh, stack of furniture or whatever and now uh she's probably going to catch up with you as
2: i'm stacking do i see this you can see it yeah you can see clearly down the hall of sam's i'm gonna say Marzo, fire hit the hit the fucking gas line Alright, so
0: uh, yeah, Marzo uh, Marzo just like turns his shoulder and he's like, like, oh sh-, Like, oh shit! And uh, he uh, holds up his gun he's like aiming down and uh, he wants to, to fire at the, the gas line or whatever. Alright, so are you stopping oh, whatever, whatever you're <laughs> as you run? Uh, I am, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna be running as I do this.
2: Not right. the water line, dumbass! I didn't
0: say water line! He's like, ah, oh, it's hot. It's hot water. <laughs> um,
5: uh, so this would be a uh, Dex and a firearms check.
2: Can I reach, like, can I reach, like, where I'm staggering, like an arm on him to, like, pull him through after he fires? Let's see. What, what was happens the check he fires first? All right.
4: um, I, dex and I, firearms. Can I shoot past him at the white also while he's fucking around?
5: Uh, you could, yes. Uh, your vision is not as clear as theirs, though. Um, you're just getting, like, just come some spotlights of these little, like, light bulbs that are just intermittently placed throughout the hallway. About to get some fire. Yeah, get...
0: Can I throw in a willpower?
5: Uh, well, the one die that you could reroll, uh,
4: is already a success. Okay. And you can't reroll, uh, your hunger dice. Oh. He could get a critical success, I guess, but he could also... He huh. could also that's lose true. that one. <laughs> you can get a crit off one die. No, because he has a crit die in his hungry dice. So if he rolls another crit die, then he like gets extra success. I see, I
2: see. That's awesome. But
4: that's basically betting on rolling a ten.
5: Yeah, I mean you can spend willpower to do that if you like to. Doesn't hurt.
4: Yeah, but, uh, uh, yeah.
2: Let's do it. So, so, do, yeah, you have, do you have? Do you have the? Do you yeah. have to keep whatever it is?
0: Yes. So, oh. all right, I'm rolling one die, right?
3: Yeah, yes, one die. Oh my god! Oh, it was a nine too. Oh my
2: god! It was on the <laughs> ten, and it rolled over.
3: So is that? Did I get
0: it? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Sorry,
5: I'm moving I'm around my my house because I hear like, footsteps. I'm wondering if. Man, that new so baby's walking like, already. Yeah. Thunders, <laughs> er, these are thunder steps, so. There there a it's a noises it's a white uh
4: so you shoot off
5: now lightning red you still get your shots too what are you aiming for
4: i am aiming for not marzo basically just firing down the all. yeah anything except for marzo is what i'm shooting at
5: okay uh give me a uh, composure and firearms
4: okay and i'll boost oh can i i can boost that with uh, blood spend, right? Never mind. I'm not going to do that. Okay. That's uh, called
5: blood search or something like that.
4: Yeah. Okay. Okay. Okay.
5: Uh, let's see. So he just successes. kind of
4: raises his gun a little bit off of his hip and just goes pat, pat, pat.
5: And you release some shots in the tunnel and uh, Marzo can see the uh, effects of like some of the shots that he, he let off um, hit some, maybe some metal fixtures or something like that. Um, You can hear like the noise, like a bing. But uh, and then you can also see one bullet kind of whiz through and hit the white right in like the neck. And as it passes through her neck, you can just see it's it's like, I don't know, it's like a a fly had bumped into her. She's completely oblivious to the fact that the bullet just passed through her neck and she's just galloping (laughs) along. And as you're running now in this in this direction, You're to the point where you're about 10 feet away from the pile of furniture. You can easily see uh, red and Sam, and the white is also, we'll say, an equal 10, 15 feet away from you at this point. What do you do, Marzo? I'm gonna keep running and shooting. Okay, hold on a second. I gotta get her set up for a second. Let's take like a 15 minute break so I can get her set up to watch her Sunday morning cartoon and I'll jump back on.
3: Is really unprofessional, right?
0: Yeah, I wasn't gonna say anything, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I can't work under these conditions. Right.
3: I think maybe next week somebody else should run the run the uh, run the game. You know.
0: <laughs> I think we. I think we have to start our own group. Yep. <laughs> rolling, rolling J's minus one. <laughs> no, no, It's the, the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> what
3: the fuck we talk talking about the Roland Joes because we'll just be the J.O. people sorry Jamie you gotta be out too
2: oh well
5: so right when the time the creature is leaping it doesn't make a, a much difference for Marzo and Sam though but Paul has hit the power switch and all of the uh, these are kind of secondary lights that are all strewn out through the hallways—they all just kind of cut off. And uh, Alexander and company up in the penthouse suite—the um, music cuts off, the lights in the room go off immediately, and you all kind of all did the thing where everyone just kind of looks up the ceiling when the lights go out. And uh, now in the dark, which in this scenario, perhaps Marzo has a almost a bit of an advantage. Uh, The creature is gonna make an attack here, Marzo. Um, What are you gonna do? You gonna attempt to fight it? You wanna dodge it?
2: I can't fire. Oh yeah,
5: we we can all do that. So everyone that's in that space—so Red, Sam, and Marzo—just clear actions.
2: Because I thought Marzo was gonna be close enough for me to pull him through the. He's ten feet away now. Yeah. So yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm just gonna fire at the, the gas pipe ahead of him. All right. To catch it in the in the flames. Marzo,
0: what will you do? Uh is just gonna just keep trying to get a get back to the others as quickly as possible.
4: Okay. And uh, red? I'm gonna keep trying to fire at the thing that's chasing us. Okay. So
5: first we'll do the close quarters. Stuff and I'm gonna
4: the another direction after I get these shots off.
5: Alright. So first we'll do the interaction between Marzo and this creature, which she is like a like a hound almost, her fangs are exposed and she's leaping out and she's gonna to try to do a, like a diving bite into Marzo. So since you said you're trying to get out of here, what we'll do is we'll do contested roll of her bite versus your basically dodge. Um, so we'll say your Dex and Athletics, I believe, and then she'll make a roll at minus two, minus two Dex. Or no, strength plus Brawl. Ooh, baby. Okay. <laughs> so uh, since the bite attack in general was always at a minus two modifier, she's just gonna miss out, and uh, she'll fly and just kind of smack her face like right into like a piece of furniture that's laying there. As Marzo kind of clambers over some of the furniture, and uh, maybe uh, Sam or someone is able to grab him, help kind of sift him through. And now we got the uh, ranged combatants. So go with uh, Sam first to fire your shots. Or they'll be doing at the same time. So first, uh, both of uh, Sam and Red give me uh, Composure and Firearms.
2: Do I get
0: plus anything? Uh, No. Okay. All
4: right. And... uh, Damn. Oh, shit. Can I re-roll? Yeah. All right. So
5: enough. Um, All right. Go ahead and maybe describe your actions here as I try to think in my head what's going to happen when the gas line explodes.
2: Let me use the willpower to try and replace that one die. <laughs> sure. Oh, I can't get a crit, right? Unless it's in the it's in the hunger die. You can get a crit. It's not to be hungry. Yeah. You right, can get a crit, yeah. So let a me use hard. one and try to get a crit. I'm just going to roll one die. It's
5: not a number of successes. <laughs> you put the bullet inside the gas line all
2: right so i line up my shot i'm 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 looking through the hole we just got marzo through and i see this thing it's like head up snarling probably by now and i'm gonna i'm gonna point my gun at it and then i'm gonna swing a little bit to the left shoot the gas line pop pop
4: pop 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 all right red at the same moment red uh like is firing right past Marzo's head as he's getting pulled through the furniture and he just fires the other three shots in his gun and then he's uh, turning around and running the fuck out of there alright and the more trained steady hand of
5: Sam is uh, a lot more successful than Marzo was using the gun to shoot at the gas lines and not 100% sure if this is how it would work in real life, but it works in the movie, so it's going to work here. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, um, yeah. You shoot up the wall, hit a bunch of gas lines. You can see like lots of the metal fixtures, or whatever, the sparks. There's some metal on metal action there. It's going to ignite the gas line. Um, you can see somewhere around the point of the beginning of this tunnel, all the way stretching back towards that original large chamber. You can just see kind of a uh, like a freight train of flame just kind of... Whoop. And you hear that kind of that suction noise as like all the air is being consumed by fire and uh kind of runs down that portion of the hallway uh however uh this and maybe if jordan you know offhand i might need to check the rules on this uh once you guys see this volcano of flame um how that kind of works against your willpower and frenzing
4: you can if you think it's significant enough you could uh have a um Frenzy check for fear frenzy. Yeah, okay, I'm, I'm gonna. I think I'll do that then for Marzo, given
5: that his like basically feet are in the fire, um, the very tips of his feet while this is going on. After he just dodged and getting a uh, big aggro bite taken out of him.
4: If you look at Marzo, doesn't de- de- de-
0: care about fire though.
4: Yeah, <laughs> <sure>. <laughs> he does. <should.
2: laughs> Only if it's coming out the tailpipe of his Honda Odyssey. <laughs> <laughs> so, should he just hit the frenzy button then, Jordan? I think.
4: Is that all he yeah. does? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Okay.
5: Alright, so yeah, go ahead and make a uh, that frenzy button at the bottom left of your sheet. More oh well. boy. Oh, you did. And you fail. So, you will frenzy. And let's see, gangrel. You get an animal feature, physical characteristic, odor, or behavioral tick. Persist for one night.
0: It just smells like a fart in the room. Sorry,
5: guys. Uh, seems here it says Marzo has a <laughs> the kind of feature that he's uh, prone to getting. So um, let's see. Let me just write this down real quick. Marzo, roll me a D10, and we'll see what kind of feature you'll get.
2: No ripping jaws off today, okay, buddy? Okay. Um,
4: he rolled so, a one, a zero. Just saying. So
2: you know. oh, okay.
5: Uh, so he you get pulled from the flame and then when you see like the white of the fire just kind of fill your eyes you're overwhelmed with your gangrel like nature and the animal part of you just kind of wants to to do what an animal would do in this kind of dangerous situation which is get the fuck out of there and in the process of you kind of scrambling to to run away um the whole party can see manifest on marzo's face his like his lower jaw and upper jaw and part of his nose. they just kind of elongate almost like they're Sticking out of his face like a snout, almost they come together to a point. Um, almost like if he's like in mid transformation of becoming a werewolf or something,
0: but like Uh, in the like a shitty 80s movie style,
5: yeah, like a a really (laughs) shitty 80s movie style. And you don't finish the transformation, it's just like your deformed snout. Um, So I just look like your nose kind of blackened, yeah, yeah, you look like uh (laughs) (laughs) Michael J. Fox, yeah. Stop shaking, Marzo. And this will last for one full night. So until this time tomorrow. And it says reduces an attribute by one. So we'll say this will reduce your uh, charisma by one. Yeah, I like that, Jordan. That's a good one. Animorphs. We'll go. He looks like the second one.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
5: hey, that, is, that is Josh.
2: <laughs> That's Josh in the computer lab. Why doesn't have any shoes day. on. <laughs> i totally see josh in that shirt like absolutely
0: i would never wear that shirt
2: yes you would I don't
0: have i don't wear shirts like that
2: in the 90s we all wore shirts like that
5: i didn't so after there's kind of like trade. that uh, rapid fire explosion and burning of the gas uh, in the uh in the tunnel um you can see that uh this creature's clothing was probably pretty ripe for Tinder, I mean it was, not Tinder, was it kindling? <laughs> right, for Tinder, yeah, swipe left. Um, so, she, her fl- her clothes are instantly on fire and uh, her that little head thing that I mentioned before, her doily is on flames and you can just see her kind of rolling around on the ground, almost like in a, a very proper stop, drop and roll kind of technique as she is burned severely and you can just hear her just kind of like gasp out. Um, it's kind of that weird sound where like the fire is taking air she's kind of like almost suffocating for a couple seconds if she needed to breathe but that kind of that kind of uh, movement um what do you do you're there at the end of the tunnel I'm what, what do I, who are you talking to yeah what do you do you're on the other all of you you're all standing there at the end of the side of the
4: pile of furniture i'm not standing there i'm running away remember you're running what's uh sam and marzo doing taking off
2: yeah
4: okay it. Alright,
5: so you leave uh, everything as it was and you're running down the tunnel. Uh, Sam, you're running blind, more or less, because all the lights are off.
2: I'm uh, black, I have
5: a but, dark uh, vision. Sam, yeah. All oh, Did I say Sam? Sorry, I'm going to say red. Uh, Red's running blind, so Sam, oh, you can my, see I kind of... a uh, sense of smell? What smell? Uh, freedom.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
5: <laughs> Alright, uh... We'll just say that since they're running behind you, uh, they kind of catch up with you and kind of guide you in the right direction. Then, Uh, Sam and Marzo, because
4: they can see. Uh, Paul, what are you doing? You've cut the lights. And Sam or Red just keeps saying, "Is it dead? Is it fucking dead?" I don't fucking know. Keep going.
3: Lights. Um, Paul's gonna make his way back to where they came in and draw his gun and stand outside the door. Okay,
5: you get to the entrance. With your gun drawn. And uh, Alexander, you can see some candles being lit in your room as the uh, old gentleman, Ernest Hemingway type, kind of uh, pulls them out from a drawer, starts lighting them with some matches. And uh, the woman will turn to you and she's like, Oh, this is got much more romantic. I wonder what's going on. Hope your friends aren't having any trouble.
6: I don't know. My friends went off to do friends things. I don't know what they're doing right now. How close are you with them? I've known them for a few weeks now.
1: <laughs> uh,
5: I think what well, maybe technically is longer than that. I don't know. I was. That? That, I wasn't How sure that was Jordan.
1: <laughs>
5: so you'd have to have been with them probably for a while. Probably. I mean, you were employed with uh, Camel, so I don't think that was your first gig together. Because you guys had. I think Jordan had said you guys had like broke down on her, not broke down, but cracked down on some like cheaters in the casino together or something like that. So maybe it's been a little bit longer. But anyways, yeah, maybe a little still fresh. So she'll uh, she'll say, is there any of them that you uh, you know do not trust? Hmm. I'm going to have to go with all of them. <laughs> <laughs> ah, then you are smart. It's good. It's good to have the instinct. Even if you're joking, uh, your initial instinct is probably the best one. What do you mean joking? Why would I joke? I don't joke.
6: Like my wife Wednesday always used to say... Alexander, you joke too little <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> Uh
5: And she'll, she'll try out to laugh. She just kept like her pierces her. It's um, a little grin. And um, she'll say, well, in that case, then is there any of them that you feel is a uh, dangerous, you know, or jeopardizes your safety? Well, in that case, all of them, it's a very
6: risky bunch. Like my wife, Whitney, always used to say, Alexander, you need to find someone who's steady and safe because I
5: can't protect you all the time. Your wife was full of uh, these very uh, beautiful proverbs. (laughs) And uh, I'll just kind of take a drink, sip of the the glass. And uh, you guys, Sam, Red, Marzo, you're running out of the basement. You can see Paul at the top of the steps with his gun drawn. What do you do?
2: It could be coming, let's fucking go.
5: Okay, you run out. What do you do? You're outside. It is
0: Yo, probably
2: let's get to the van
0: 3 AM now. Get to the Yo, Yo. we gotta get to the Honda.
4: We gotta figure out how to keep his door closed. And uh, Red's gonna try to figure out how to close that door up. Yeah, it's pretty
5: damaged. Like the uh the lock and uh the joint there that collapses into the, the um What's it called? The door jam. Uh, from when they used a uh, crowbar to bust it open initially.
4: Is there any like trash laying around, like a can or something he could like just wedge under the door and pull it shut and try to like Yeah,
5: the uh, the dumpsters. There's like a, a pair of dumpsters behind like a one of those shitty chain link fences kind of things. Um okay. you see, though,
4: there's some smaller trash cans as well. And uh Red just says, Boys, boys, drag the dryad dumpster over here. She couldn't get past some furniture. She ain't gonna get past a dumpster. And uh, he's, right. as he says that, he's just reloading his revolver. I'm I running to the Red dumpster. It. it could easily get past the furniture. The furniture was not for her. <laughs>
3: <laughs> marza stuffs the gun back in the front of his. You got a better
0: hands.
4: idea, St? All
3: <laughs> yeah, will listen to Red, even though. He won't think about it. He'll just start to try to push the dumpster in front of the door. Okay, so you're
5: piling it up there. Um, it only takes a few seconds because, you know, Marzo and whatnot, as we checked with his strength dots earlier, <laughs> can lift a coffin. <laughs> and, and a piano, maybe? I forget the Apparently other one.
0: Drag <laughs> a dumpster.
5: It was a dumpster. Ah, uh, yeah, it was a <laughs> yeah. dumpster, yeah,
3: yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Yo, this is the perfect weight for me, guys.
3: No sweat. <laughs> let's him do it by himself.
0: Like it's just enough that so I can barely do it. It's perfect.
4: <laughs> Using all of my capabilities. Okay, mom so Mama would, be, mom to would be so proud. How tall is the dumpster compared to the door when it's up against it? Uh, I think it's you you know, the, the back door. The
5: the dumpster is like at an angle, so I would say it's there's like probably a maybe 12 inch gap between the top of the dumpster and the door. The door swings out, right? Because it's an exit. Uh,
4: yep. door. Okay, good. All right, so you put that dumpster there. And uh, he's just kind of like, uh, seems to have lost his hat at some point, and he's just like rubbing his hand over his hair, short hair, and he's like, Oh, fuck, what are we gonna do? This problem ain't solved yet. It's worse now.
5: And uh, in the uh, penthouse with Alexander. Um, Alexander doesn't hear or feel anything, and the uh, the Ernest Hemingway type guy doesn't seem to notice anything. But the the woman that you're with, she'll like her kind of head pops up, and she's like something like she like, she hears something somewhere distant, and uh, she like turns to the uh, the older gentleman and she says, "Did you hear?" I thought I heard something. She like stands up, and like, walks towards the door. So Herman, do you mind go checking downstairs? Perhaps something has happened. I heard like a, a cuss-up sound. <laughs> and uh, he'll kind of just nod silently and he'll leave the room and he'll leave uh, Alexander there alone with her.
4: Time to make your move. Uh,
5: <laughs> so she'll, she'll step closer to Alexander and uh, she'll say, she says, You know, we are s- somewhat similar, and this is like the closest uh, distance-wise you've been to her. She's like. You know, within arm's reach of you now. And as she's talking, you can kinda see there's something in her mouth. Can't really make you out what it is. Either like she has something in there, or she's like she's eating something, or there's like she's got weird braces or something. But you're seeing something unusual inside of her mouth as she's talking. Tobacco. Uh, and she's chewing. <laughs> she's gonna rub <laughs> it. My
4: kind
2: of girl. <laughs>
4: a glass she's a bottle two. thick brown liquid. <laughs> all you boys vampires are just one of you. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all suck blood. That's weird.
5: And uh, so she says, uh, I know that you, uh, you practice some rituals, some magic. I too have similar abilities. But when you channel the blood, I channel the dead for mine. And she'll kind of like to show her, her hand to you and you can just see like the very tips of her fingers you can see like almost like shadows or like dancing on her fingertips like little wisps and uh she says uh <clears throat> does it bother you that i can manipulate
6: the dead no doesn't bother me none i mean i drain people i don't drain people anymore i did that in my very beginning time but now whenever i you know find a speck of blood i you know let me, let me tell you about this tea that I made the other day.
1: <laughs> other <100 laughs> day, several <laughs> years ago.
5: <laughs> yes. Tea? Yes. Tell me. Well,
6: first, you have to find a little bit of dried blood, or at least in this case, it was a little bit of dried blood. The fact that it was, you know, contaminated with uh, wood splinters and wood varnish—that that's that's neither here nor there. The fact is, there was real blood. You take that little blood and you get you find yourself a little you know cheesecloth tea bag put put it all in there and you know then you need a nice fine needle and thread to sew it up very carefully that takes about five minutes sewing and then you have to you have to tie it very very nicely and then you sew it again because you you don't want any of those blood particles to, to get to get out you need you need them to stay in the bag to get the best richest tea then, while you ah, do that, mm-hmm. you have to go okay. to the electric kettle, and you have to push the on button, and that takes about two or three minutes. Usually, I just this is sit the there point and I start fading about. out the audio. <laughs> <laughs> you asked what? if you're not going to listen to my story about making tea, then I'm not going to tell you.
5: No, that's fine.
6: No, no, that's
5: fine. So she's listening intently, and then uh, we'll go back to. Telling my (laughs) teeth. Hey, you'll you'll like the thing I did in the other episode with your teeth thing. Um, so uh, what? So the dumpster guys, um, you've placed the dumpster in front of the door. What are you doing? Oh, and now we're now we're finished. Finished with Alexander. (laughs) It's jump back to you. I'm trying to trying to get you guys together
2: again. (laughs) Dumpster guys, what are you doing? Holding, i'm holding the dumpster against the door
0: yeah Doing my forever
2: I'm, I'm gonna do that for a good i don't know 15 minutes probably does it seem really uh, heavy well marzo had a tough time moving it
5: no okay.
0: i got i did it just right just not you know <laughs> not struggling but you know it was a good, and, uh, good good lift
4: lightning red tosses that phone to paul and he's like this that phone fucking destroy it i don't know get rid of it do something and then uh maybe not thinking clearly about the implications of that and then he uh he's like we gotta oh shit let's get alex and get the fuck out of here you done made everything worse who was the what
3: was that explosion is the thing dead we don't know we just uh
2: you know what i do i blow things up and then i i fucking go
4: And uh, red is just marching back towards the building, clearly with a greater sense of urgency than everyone else.
3: Paul oh, will pocket the phone, like turn it off. It's no longer streaming. I'm guessing. No. All right. So, yeah, we'll just turn it off and keep take it with. Okay. All right. So you pocket the phone, and where are you headed then? Back to the hotel, everyone. Uh, I'm gonna catch up with good lightning. Morning. Say, like, is it taken care of? Are we are we good? I doubt it. <laughs> what happens? You're moving. back Go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead.
4: Your uh, dialogue. And he's just kind of stomping towards the hotel, and he's like, "It was about to get Marzo We were shooting at it, and uh, Sam shot the gas pipe, and it blew up. I think." One can only hope. I was getting my ass the fuck out of there, so I didn't see what happened to it. Yeah, she's
0: barbecued now. I think we're good.
4: Maybe she get won't out come for. Since she got uh you know, got burnt up and she already got some some meals and snacks to eat down there, maybe she won't come out. Which means we got a little bit of time to figure out what the fuck to do.
3: Ah, Paul's just gonna go silent, I guess.
4: And uh he just marches into the back door of the hotel or however it was that they figured out how to get back there and just kind of like jogs through the main floor to see who's around. All right, if you're looking for Alexander
5: then to towards the lobby and um, that's the last place you saw him anyways <clears throat> and uh, as you're running through you'll pass through that gallery space which passes in front of the elevator and uh, as you pass in front of the elevator you'll notice just coming right out of the elevator as you pass by is you'll see that old man that you uh, shared a drink with at the bar earlier
4: and uh, as he, the elevator ding kind of like snaps him back into the to his senses and he like hides his gun and he just uh, turns and looks at the guy and he's like, Hey, you seen, uh, well, anybody else? <laughs> <laughs> seen anyone? It ain't me.
5: <laughs> There's a... Uh, he'll uh, turn and uh, he'll kind of uh, give you a, uh, a welcoming smile and uh, nod in Jose. Uh, in fact, there is. You're looking for one of your friends?
4: Yeah, and uh, you better come with us too to wherever they at, cause uh, you don't want to be down here. Now let's go.
5: Very well. Then he'll just stick his arm back in the elevator he came out of and hold the door open.
4: And we'll pile in there. All right. Is that what everyone's doing? Anyone
2: doing anything else before getting in the elevator? All good. So as we walk in, what o- at the front desk do I see? The girl over there. Yeah, you can climb up there, and she is. Uh,
5: she's not at the front desk actually right now. And okay. uh, you would know time-wise, probably they're getting ready for a shift change, or she's oh. getting ready, maybe. Okay. It's uh, nearly four a.m.
2: All right. I'm gonna ask Paul. Paul, check that stream and rewind and see how much is on that stream.
3: Pull oh, out his phone. Is uh, okay. there aren't any like alarms going off or anything? Uh I'm gonna say no. no. Okay. Um, uh, I think maybe we should check this in the car so okay.
4: and red just like tap his foot and like just like rubbing his arm with one of his hands and he's just like a jittery looks nervous not his cool self uh, so and as, as you're going up
3: go ahead sorry i was gonna say as we're walking to the car paul's gonna like pop up the the stream and see how far it got
4: yeah we're not going to the car
5: <laughs> but so is any is anyone not going in the elevator? What? Uh,
3: <laughs> <laughs> didn't we just so go up Red, to the lobby? We yeah, went to the lobby outside. and now we're going
2: into the yeah. elevator.
3: Okay. Yeah, I think find, we should get out of here. To go find, uh... Oh right, Alexander. Yeah. Okay. Then, yeah. I will join the party going up the elevator, <laughs> but also check the stream. Alright, so you pop open your phone. Cause you got and, your earbuds uh... anyway.
5: Yeah, no one can hear the blood curdling screams in the elevator. Don't you get your butt then. Um, so, as you're going up, the older gentleman will turn to the group and he'll say, uh, I'll drop you off at the penthouse. And then, uh, looks like we're having some electrical issues. It looks like the generators have the elevators running, but I'll,
4: I'll go check out what's going on. And uh, when he says penthouse, Red just kind of like freezes and shoots a look over at Paul, like, why the fuck is Alexander in the penthouse? <laughs> He climbed up there. <laughs> so you arrive, there's a ding.
5: The door is open, and it's just like a uh, a long hallway that would only stretch to like to uh, emergency like uh, fire escapes. And then there's uh, two large double doors. And uh,
4: lightning is about to just like walk out of the elevator. But then he's like, Herman, man, uh, don't don't go. Don't go in the basement. Just don't go in the basement. All right. But the power is out? Uh, we don't, I guess. Yeah, uh, just let it be out, man. Just let it be out.
5: <laughs> all right. Are you going to flex your vampire stuff on this or?
4: No. Uh, yeah, I guess I'll do on persuasion. okay. So that gives me a presence dice to my uh, roll. I think. Mm-hmm. Is it charisma or manipulation? Uh, I would say, the charisma in this situation. Asking them not to do it. Okay. Uh, I'm clicking, clicking, clicking. Mm -hmm. And
5: (laughs) you hear it. (laughs) All right. Cool. Um. So he just kind of uh, silently nods. Very well. I guess it could be seen to later. And then the elevator arrives. The doors open. And uh, you are at the room. He'll walk to the door. And uh, he'll just turn to the group. And he'll say, Well, she's been waiting for you. So please not try to be rude. And he'll open the doors. And kind of push them open. And you can see in a candlelit room. With Alexander. Sitting nearby is uh, the woman I described earlier. Which I'll show the picture at this point.
6: And then so let me like tell meat. you what this tea tasted like. It was the
5: worst, absolutely strongest, most potent. Oh, hey, guys. She'll pop her head up and she'll just smile a grin and uh, says, ah, perfect timing. You're all here. Please come in.
4: I apologize. The
5: power seems to have gone out.
4: Yeah, about that. <laughs> what about it? And uh, Red just steps in front of everybody and uh, tries to like, in the two steps it takes to close the distance, like rearrange himself to um, get into a a calmer state because he's realizing that his skills may be needed here. And he's going to, oof, yep. Because he has a suspicion of who this could be. He's gonna uh, stroll right up to her and kick on his entrancement ability. Alright,
5: give me like one second because I just heard Natalie out. I can't get down and I don't know what that means.
4: So, <laughs> hold on a second. She's trying to learn how to dance and it's just not going well. <laughs> I can't get down, Daddy. I can't get down.
2: Now, the whole time Jerry's going, I just kept thinking about golden eggs, so I had to post those memes.
3: What was he saying to her? Look, look, or watch, watch. Seen that cartoon fucking ever. It's so funny though. That's good shit. Daiko King? Was it Daiko King? Go say it's a yo.
2: yup Rajadai! Rajadaya! Shut up. <laughs> It's just I have like I have like ripped DVD versions on my computer. It's so good. What are we talking about? What show? Golden Eggs. I have no idea what that is. It's this old Japanese show, Japanese cartoon. Okay. It's supposed to be like an American high school. That's what I thought it was. Hmm.
5: Okay. Yeah. She just climbed up into the baby crib, and she was like precariously hanging from the edge. <laughs> uh. But everything's good now. So alright, what the uh, ability you said
4: you're gonna use? Transmit. Power of wind. <laughs> Sounds like it. <laughs> Jesus,
5: <laughs> Josh living up to that picture that Jordan posted earlier. Just wouldn't be the same. The vampire only needs to gain inside of extension. Charisma plus uh... class for the was the vampire camera near the effect define fair fetch after seeing a party that is presence social dice request results <laughs>
1: um,
5: oh okay there's a contest i skipped over that part at the very right beginning so go ahead and roll your portion
4: wow that's a lot of dice
5: well oh. Alright, now my turn. What is it? Composure plus wits. That's weird. Oh, <clears throat> what? It's two attributes combined?
4: Yeah, like when you roll decks yeah. plus wits. Oh, okay. is yeah, so that's happened.
5: Alright. I think she's gonna lose this. So how many six have I had five? You had six,
4: so you win. Ta-da-da.
1: So uh Fred just
4: kind of like um puts his pulls his sunglasses out of his shirt pocket and uh, kind of puts him on the end of his nose. And uh, he's kind of doing this like shy look away and then look back over his sunglasses to make eye contact. And he's like, uh, we've been waiting to meet you too, responding to what she said. And he's like, they call me Lightning Latin red, you can call me red. And he gets like real close to her, <laughs> like closer than you need to be to shake someone's hand. But he uh, goes to, Shake her hand. Uh, So when you do that, uh,
5: she will just full ear-to-ear grin, you know, big toothy smile. And this is the first time she's uh, done this and Alexander can now get a better look at that mouth that you thought was a little strange before. And uh, everyone probably is uh, would have to to take some effort to maybe not gasp when they see that her mouth is lined with like razor-sharp fangs. All the way across. There's no normal tooth in her mouth. It looks more like a piranha's mouth. And uh, you take her hand and she shows their, that big
4: toothy smile and she says, Well, oh, the pleasure is all mine. And uh, Red uh, just catches himself staring and pushes his sunglasses up to hide it. <laughs> and then uh, he just gives her the little uh, handshake that you give a woman, you know what I mean? like her hand is like a normal one
3: but kind of (laughs) condescending right
4: yeah her hand (laughs) is over top and you just kind of shake it gently and you're hardly touching it and he's like uh what's your name name?
5: my name is katri
4: please meet you katri i want to introduce you to uh, seems you already met Alexander and he shoots a like a just a daggers look at Alexander like what the fuck are you doing here over her shoulder and then he uh, motions behind him and says, as, as Paul, Sam, and Marzo. And uh, she'll like look to each
5: of them and he's like "Oh yes, ah. Oh. She'll look to Marzo and she's like you're larger than I was expecting.
0: Marzo's like oh. Yeah, I get that a lot, you know, and he like pops up the collar of his Honda jacket, <laughs> kind of like showing, <laughs> kinda like showing off the logo.
4: And, and uh, I... Good. He turns okay. back around and says, oh, you done not heard about us? She said, oh, yes. It's, in fact, it's the
5: the reason why I'm here. It's to meet all of you. I know you're doing some work for us now, the hotel. I hope everything went well. Any issues?
4: uh let's talk about that in a minute now uh you said you hit a meet us i'm curious about that ah yes well have a seat
5: uh herman some some more candles please and, and the old man kind of like shuffles over to get some more candles out and light the room and uh she'll have a seat and she'll say ah yes i'm sure um your boss camel told you some maybe terrible things about me and my uh my associates, but uh
4: well, I've come here to negotiate with you. Please have a seat. And uh, he just hesitates and looks over his shoulder and uh, just takes a seat. <laughs> like he feels like they should be running out of the building, but he doesn't want to blow it. So he just does what she suggests. And what's everyone uh, Elsa's demeanor or actions? What are they doing
5: in
3: the
2: room? I'm just going to prop myself up against a wall.
3: All right. All right, Wolverine, you do that. We're like gonna stand behind Lightning's chair.
0: Alright. How about Marzo? Uh Marzo's just kinda of standing there. Like uh when he like popped his collar and kinda of showed off his logo, he saw that there was like a there was like some dirt or something that was on his jacket, like licking his finger and then like trying to rub it out.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna like nod at Marzo. Yo, rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot
0: and then Marzo does scissors
2: damn beat me again and then
0: he kind of like smirks and then like kind of like nods nods to her being like if like, I kind of like a smirking <laughs> like going I'm sideways. a winner <laughs> yeah
5: <laughs> get with a <the> real man <laughs> um alright so Red's the only one that sits down so I guess in that case she's more engaged with Red uh, than anyone else um So she'll say, Ah, yes, so, uh, well, this is uh, my hotel now, perhaps you have heard. And, uh, well, I'm looking for some outstanding individuals of the community to help me run it, to put it simply. And, uh, I would like you to leave your current employer and work for me. It seems some of you, and she kind of looks at Alexander, don't have any strong ties to Camel. And I have an inkling that uh, some of you don't know uh, all too much about your employer, about all the skeletons he keeps in his closet. I wonder what skeleton tea would taste like.
4: Now, what kind of skeletons we tell them about here, Katri? Ah, well, Kamol is not a, uh,
5: a kindred of little power, yet he keeps himself locked up inside a casino, many mortals. Bright lights, surrounded by his own personal squad of a task force, which can gestures to the, the, the party. And uh, but uh, this is the way Camo has always operated. Stays in the light. That way, you know, once you're in the shadows, in the dark, it's easier for uh, those who wish to exact revenge can do so. Camo has not always been in L.A., and the fact that he has a casino is my and my associates doing it was a boon a uh, solid that we did him so he could escape some difficult
4: circumstances in chicago so you're saying you're behind uh you're the financial interest behind the uh, fantasy gate uh we co-signed
5: is maybe the the better way to say it but uh, the more important thing is we're here to collect on the boon I think probably Camel told you that you just needed to clear out the hotel, but that's not what we want. We want, want. you.
4: And so uh, we're the boon?
5: Yes. She smiles. Her teeth, not afraid to show her teeth at this point, now.
4: And uh, Lightning feels compelled to say one thing, but he kind of grimaces and presses that down and says, now I've fallen in love with your hotel. It's Amazing, incredible, gorgeous, uh, but maybe there's also some things you don't know. Mm, I doubt it, but what?
5: I'll play. Tell me. Uh, you know about this thing in the basement? She'll like look over to Herman, and uh, he'll just kind of like kind of frown and put his head down a little bit. And she's like, "Yes, I have heard about something in the basement. Is it no longer an issue?"
4: And he. Uh, he just leans forward and he's like, Catcher, I wish I could tell you uh, for Satan that it ain't. But we just didn't have the setup and the manpower and the situation and the, the look to get it done.
5: Ah, so that's what I heard earlier. Yes, then uh, it's, it's fine. It's, it's not a problem. It will be taken care of. To, However, she kind of leans forward and like puts her
4: hand on your knee.
2: Like so we wasted him. our time. We wasted our time down there is what you're telling us. No, you made your choices and I accept them.
4: And the red is, what it is. Down is it a waste of time to to deal with a monster like the likes of which we done just dealt with down there? No, you should do it out the goodness of your heart, let alone and out of concern for the Community for the well-being of this establishment, let alone. And he's just like going overboard, uh, acting like he's already representing her interests to try to impress on Sam not to be hostile. <laughs> and uh, he wraps up and he turns back and he's like, "Now, uh, I want you to know that the reason why I went the way it did is not because we ain't capable, because we we are, and we don't prove that." Many times over. Which is why we. I'm assuming in the situation where. You want us to work for you. Now with that being said. We had some of these punk kids. From the internet. Coming over here. Causing all kind of trouble. All over around the city. And uh, they busted in the basement. So we had to go in there. Take care of that potential problem. And that problem is taken care of. Believe you me. But it's just. The fact that we didn't get to prepare the right way we wanted to to deal with the main problem is why that main problem still probably knocking around down there.
5: Oh, I had no idea about these uh, internet individuals. What is taking care of?
4: Yeah, they was running all up and down in and out of your building. And uh, ain't the first time neither from what I heard. And he just looks over at Herman. Isn't that right?
3: Here, I might have some evidence for you. And he'll pull out his own cell phone and then um, dial Camel's number and say, Oh, wrong one. And put it back in his pocket, like muted. <laughs> and okay. then um, pull out the, the right one and say, This is one of their cell phones. He was casting everything from here.
5: Herman, do you mind?
3: And then Herman kind of walks
5: over to take the phone. And uh, <clears throat> he can flip through it. And... Uh... He'll like put it. He'll just like nod his head to her and says, and she says, "Okay, I'll take a look at it. Thank you." And uh, Herman will pocket the phone, and then she'll like look outside, and she'll just turn to the group and she'll say, "Look, I'll be honest with you. I like your group. I think you work well together. I think your abilities are wasted on someone like Camel. So I will give you this opportunity to come join me. And if you do not, I cannot vouch for your safety."
4: And uh. Lightning pulls the same move that she pulled on him, but he is pretty confident it'll have more impact on her, given the way that contest went. He just kind of, like, uh, rests his hand on top of hers and says, Now, tell us about what you gonna get us up to. I'm sorry, ST wants to ask, what does that mean? Um, He's asking, like, what would their job be or whatever? Like, what are her plans? Well. All I ask is you provide
5: me some protection, uh, allow me to do my activities here at the hotel. Otherwise, you, my resources are your resources. Do whatever you want. Hmm. No more busting card sharks or anything ridiculous like that. You pursue whatever your
4: heart's content. Now, like a, how are we going to disentangle ourselves from Camel if we come work for you, your organization?
5: I would say that, uh, it will be disentangled for you. And she'll like, she'll kind of like just lean down she'll say, the Giovanni are coming from Chicago to eliminate Camel. Probably sometime soon. And, uh, this is kind of maybe like a little bit of a lore dump, but, uh, most of you guys would know that, uh, there is a new clan in this version of Vampire anyways, but there's a new clan called, uh, uh, what is it? Hekata. And, uh, they are like a culmination, like a, a hodgepodge of all these like small bloodlines that are, are really too small to stand on their own. Um, and uh, they were formed after uh, basically the Giovanni got like taken down. I think a large portion of them were taken down with the, the uh, first Inquisition and they're upside the second Inquisition. And so they banded together to form a new clan, which is like the Giovanni, which are these vampires who can control and speak with the dead. And a bunch of these other clans, including uh, ones that can they look like um, like they have like rotted flesh and things like that. But all these clans have something to do with the dead. And the Hakata is the uh, the clan of death, basically, um, And she says uh, there's still a large faction of Giovanni in Chicago, and they're coming to uh, collect a debt on camel.
4: And he came if you are in- with camel. He cannot pay. The only way he can pay is with his life. And he's like, uh, he kind of um, just like brushes his fingertips on the back of her hand, just like doing deep eye contact with her. And he's like, well, I want to thank you for the heads up. Yes, I thought it's the least I could do. Now, I was just talking to Hyman earlier, and Arlia uh, and we agreed on a lot of things. We in a similar line of business to me. And uh, he kind of just like looks over his shoulder as if to check with everybody else. It uh sound like you're making it a easy choice, but uh maybe we got to, uh, um you know considerate thank on it' because it ain't just us leaving uh camel, you know we got the the organization to worry about t- also, ah, yes, I'm glad you brought that up uh we are not part of the organization. I understand that it very plainly. Do you see how yeah. that could create problems for us? Perhaps, but you will have uh, my protection. Many of the
5: people in the uh, ivory tower are afraid of the things that me and my, the rest of my clan can do. I think once they realize I'm here, that they'll leave us alone as long as we're quiet. You don't have any enemies, do you? She kind of looks around the group.
4: Not that it had not already been dealt with, I don't think. Oh,
5: sounds Sounds like the perfect arrangement then. Have you talked to Levi? Levi has been hard to get a hold of. I hope uh, you will be able
4: to influence him. Ain't he from Chicago too? I believe so, yes. She kind of smiles. Nah, he ain't already a part of your organization, is he? And he just flashes a great big smile. Uh,
5: no, I'm afraid Levi is uh, very loyal to the idea of the Camarilla. He might be difficult to convince. But I also believe, uh, from what I heard, that he enjoys his uh, to be his own boss. So, there's that as well.
4: Hmm. Well, it's an interesting proposal. Uh, wouldn't be right for me to accept on behalf of everybody. Uh, or decline, for that matter. So, uh, I hope you can uh, understand, if we want to think it over. And uh, understand that you'll have uh, utmost secrecy... Well, maybe that's a bad word to sound negative. We'll keep our mouth shut about it.
2: That sounds so much sure. better.
5: <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Paul, with your, uh, I guess, Paul and Lightning Red, since you both have those keen senses things, you can notice that there's a like, kind of a discoloration in the uh, sky up through the window. Um, Like there's kind of black fumes rising from the ground.
4: Now, uh, if we can agree to part on uh, good times here right now, uh, might need to to go about seeing about uh however you was planning on seeing that problem that we left for you (laughs) in the basement uh but i hope we'll be in touch real soon and he just kind of like uh makes full eye contact with her for an uncomfortably long time he's trying he's doing his best to kind of like just impress on her his incredible interest because he knows that he can lean on Uh, his power to kind of get across the best possible impression on her. And uh,
5: you'll see uh, for a moment, like she'll just kind of stare off into the distance and her eyes, like they become foggy. There's like a black mist in front of her pupils and her iris and uh, kind of sits there for just a brief moment and it disappears. And uh, she kind of turns to the group and she like looks at Paul and she looks at Sam he says, you should probably go soon. Go where? And uh, you can hear uh, lightning red and Paul can hear with their keen senses
4: like you. You recognize the sounds of sirens. Uh, yep. Sound like time to go to me uh, once again. And he's just kind of like standing up and already almost kind of trying to make his way out. Catch I want to thank you for for this advanced meeting. Uh, I know I didn't have to go down this way. And I'm just so glad that uh, you decided that we was worth your time. Uh, now, we'll we'll get back to you. We'll stay in touch, but uh, I just want to thank you and uh, just say, wow, I'm in love with your building here and uh, it sure has been a pleasure to meet you. Sure. No, I didn't just say the pleasure has been all
5: mine, Red. And mm-hmm. then you'll see Herman kind of wheel over a cart, like kind of unannounced with like a one of those big silver domes on it. She's like, ah, oh, it's time for my meal he kind of like pops open the lid and you see like a silver platter with like organs like kidneys and livers all just piled on top of there and uh, she'll like take off the
2: livers
0: "Mm,
5: (laughs) (laughs) and uh, she'll do something that you guys have never seen uh, another kindred do before and basically she just takes one of the livers and just pops it into her mouth and her teeth just kind of like eviscerate it slice it up and she gobbles it down And at this point, uh, you guys would probably recognize that uh, she's uh, what's called a Nagaraja and they are like uh, cannibals, vampires. They they can't they can't get blood from. They can't get sustenance from just drinking blood. They have to eat like organ meat in order to get it. And uh, she kind of then takes her like scarf and uses the inside of it to wipe her mouth. And she says, please be careful on the way home. I uh, I see there might be some trouble at the casino.
4: Uh, what kind of trouble?
5: Well, how bad it is is up to you, but, uh, I foresee some difficulties. Be safe.
3: Shit. It's the most agreeable offer, and, uh, you'll be hearing from us soon. I think Red has spoken well for all of us. And if you were to, like, glance down at your phone, you could see that it's it's been on the whole time. Okay. Nah, I won't look. She's still in my pocket, and I'll like, right. make my way for the door. I'm
2: just like, humph, and turn around and- Head out, and red Let's is like. So.
4: Red uh, goes towards the elevator, and then he stops and turns around and walks back towards her. And he's like, "Um, I don't know how to to ask this, but uh, maybe I ought to stay." She kind of tilts her head to the side a bit. She says, "Stay here." Yeah, you know. I mean, it sounds like we gotta we got a lot to talk about. Um, it's. it's Getting late, and you know, as a show of, show of good faith, uh, you know, maybe that thing you talk about won't get too serious if uh, you know, you have me close by, keep an eye on me. And he as says, the- I won't mind, and he smiles at her
2: <laughs> as the elevator door opens. I step in and I just stick my head out. I see him, and I seen him walk back, right? Like a, yeah, hey, Red, if you weren't already brown,
4: I might make a joke about you being a brown noser. Normally, you don't want to say the word from the punchline in the setup. He's oh. over his shoulder. <laughs> oh, and then he turns his full attention back to Catree.
5: Yeah. and she just kind of gives it like a, a waves her hand open to the room for you to come back in.
4: And uh, he takes one glance over his shoulder and uh, away from Herman's view. He just makes like a. Um, crazy grimace like oh fuck what am i doing at the boys and then turns back around and walks towards her <laughs> <laughs> gotta get okay hoping that the others appreciate uh that he just put himself in this situation to maybe make their night less insane the way as, sam as, looks at
2: it is that he uh is not going to help us out when shit goes down at the casino <laughs>
0: as the uh, elevators close like Marzo's just like yo damn she's into some crazy pussy
2: <laughs> yep that Venus Flavstrap shit
0: <laughs> y'all ever seen that movie hey, Teeth? I'm a child gonna snap that <laughs> dick off <laughs> <laughs>
5: All right. So you guys uh, load into the elevator, and uh, you know, there's a little moment there where the door is closed, and you're all just kind of making eye con- eye contact with each other. And uh, you take the elevator down. And, and that's uh, where we'll stop. And uh, go ahead. Go ahead.
0: I Are you scrolling through your phone? S- Sounds like it. No, I was saying we could, we could go to <laughs> the Odyssey, but we're finished.
5: So. Yeah.
3: I was going to say go to the Odyssey. <laughs>
0: <laughs> go ahead. I'll, I'll cut that in so that that's how we end. Well, we're we just there. load up and uh you know the problem is is that window is still busted out so I'm trying to clear off some glass so someone can sit down but then uh you know he uh, he kind of like as he's like wipes off the glass he kind of like does a thing with his breath on the, on the leather seat and tries to buff it out a little bit like <sighs> and then uh and then he goes and uh he has he like you know like welcomes one of the guys to come sit in there and then he uh Sits up into his, uh... You know, captain's seat. Uh, adjusts the mirrors. Checks the gauges. And, uh... Then he, uh, grabs the shift lever of the sort of the steering wheel and pulls up. And, uh... Looks at the rear view camera as it, uh, turns on. And, uh... And then they, uh, drive off.
2: What's playing on the radio?
0: Well, let's, let's see. Uh...
2: Cindy <laughs>
1: oh,
0: wait, no, no, I got it. I got it. No, it's perfect. <laughs>
3: Go ahead, Josh. Let's see which one makes the cut. And the doors close on Red going into her room.
5: can't even tell what yours is closer to the mic. <laughs>
6: <laughs> Ace of bass. <laughs>
5: okay. That one's good, too. <laughs> I forgot about the...
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: As you see the van start to back up and then turn and uh, start to the parking garage, you can uh, see, see the street lights reflecting off of the uh, brand new Honda Odyssey as they drive through. City
3: lights, you know, filling the sky. As, uh, whatever Paul's doing. I wish you would just turn it off so I could like cut
5: it in later. <laughs> um,
3: <laughs> now I'm gonna like edit around your voice in the song. <laughs> so Paul would uh, would be contacting Camel, mm-hmm. but I think that might be a whole thing.
0: Yeah, we we'll that. So see here you, you would just hear what the music, time? but you would see Paul on the phone talking, and as the camera spans over to to Sam. Sam's, like, lip-syncing the song.
2: <laughs> so he's moving his head, he's going, he's, like, waving. <laughs> you belong, oh, oh,
0: And then the music keeps going, and it spans over to Alexander. Baby shark. Baby shark.
5: Baby shark. To on the roof of the van.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> 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 wait, wait, wait. Fucking fucking marzo's face is still all wolfed out <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah marzo's looking all yeah. like team wolf what
2: <laughs> right, guys just listen to the song <laughs> hi
1: oh,
2: hi hi oh. kind of... <laughs> uh.
5: That's your like Paul stuff. sitting in a seat that has the, uh, the glass broken out and there's like just little bits of glass that occasionally fly into his face as he puts on something different on his head or something yeah I think that should be the final shot is
6: Marza going woo into the distance <laughs> and then at the end woo oh, aw <laughs> man but that would
0: have been that would have been a good way to go too because since Marza looks like a wolf could have been that song like little red riding hood
2: no, oh, it should you be
0: still uh, looking good. Plus it's Halloween. You can use the should, it should be Durant Durant. Wolf
2: <laughs> <laughs> Hungry Like the Wolf, Duran Duran. Oh
0: man, there would have been so many good ones. Hungry like the wolf.
2: Watching her eat down her eaten organs and everything.
0: Or you could do the um, the real big fish version of it too. That'd
4: be a good one. That. Yeah, Marza would probably know that one. And uh Red's intention is to oof, would he try that? That's pretty brazen. Never mind, he won't try that. His intention is what? I had an idea, but I think it's too dangerous, so I won't I won't try it. Okay. Alright. Well, that's a little step and uh,
5: we'll save the mafia casino fight for during some other thing. But I'm done For a while problems can
1: you